Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to give my impressions of the Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy video game. This one developed by Eidos Montreal. Uh, not to be confused with the Telltale game that came out three to four years ago. Uh, this is the newest one. It was released uh, October 26, 2021. Uh, so the reason that I'm doing an impre- a separate impressions podcast as opposed to a review is because I've decided that I'm not going to uh, continue playing the game and I'm here to tell you why that that is. Um, I'm your host Matthew by the way Um, and uh, yeah it's I got I'd say about three hours into this game which is a good enough chunk of time to judge a video game. Um, Yes there might be things I unlock later that make the experience potentially better but there was a few problems cropping up already that I came across that I just felt was bringing the experience down and I don't know that later upgrades would improve some of those things. Uh, so yeah, this is a third person, it's basically a third person action game with some small RPG, like very, very minimal sort of RPG elements. Uh, it's, it can be a team based game game you can do like team commands and things like that i'll talk about why that is kind of clunky and things like that in a minute uh you play as peter quill who is kind of the lead character of the guardians of the galaxy and you have all the usual members with you you have uh, rocket raccoon groot gamora drax and obviously you play as peter as i mentioned so you've got all the members there um now if i'm to think of guardians of the galaxy and what type of superhero content I expect from those characters whether they're with other characters like in the Avengers films or if they're on their own or interacting with a couple of characters the one thing I expect to experience is to have fun with those characters and I certainly do when it comes to the MCU films Um, I wasn't having fun playing this game Um, I don't think the story was that great I thought some of the, um, no I haven't looked up the voice cast for this, but some of the voices weren't quite matching what I thought that the characters should possibly sound like, so that I found kind of disappointing, just just sort of, it just sort of didn't, like I think the the one that really stood out was the person that voiced uh, Rocket Raccoon, I'm not saying that person did a bad job with their voice acting, but it just didn't feel like it fit the character properly like you need certain types of voices for certain types of characters I think and it just didn't really that that particular choice didn't really work for me um at times there's just too much dialogue going on at certain points to where I it's like okay everyone calm down a bit like I I, I know with the guardians it's sort of they like to get get at each other's throats and sort of you often can get comedy out of that because you can kind of just make them comedically not get on with each other not to the point where they hate each other but where they just make one of them makes a decision one of them's not happy about it and then they talk and talk and talk they're they're a very talkative group of characters definitely but there were certain scenes where there was just way too much going on like there was six enemies or something on screen there was four characters jumping around i was blasting with the uh peter's uh guns and characters are trying to talk about things while I'm trying to shoot things. And it was just really clunky. Really kind of um, just just all over the place. It just wasn't sort of focused or kind of concentrated. 
Um, speaking of the team thing, which is what I hinted to earlier. So there's a mechanic in the game, right, where you have you don't have all the members of the team with you at one point. You have like either two of them, or at, at one point you do have the whole. At some point you do have the whole team, but not at all the points in the game. There's even certain points where you're playing as Quill, kind of on his own. But the the guardians are always talking to each other over the comms. And there was a point I reached where there was about six to eight enemies on screen. They were just these little alien type of things. And the game starts introducing to me their different abilities. Because they can all do different things. And there's no way to, at least from what I found, change how this is kind of managed. They do have this little option of like a guardian mode. And you can press or you can hold it. I didn't really work out what that was all about. But um, what you're doing, right? So you're in the midst of battle. In the midst of combat. You're pressing like, I mean for me I was playing on PlayStation 4, and I'll talk about the performance as well in a second. Um, so I was playing on PlayStation 4, I'm kind of jumping around, pressing, you know, double pressing X, so we, like I do this little kind of hover boost, and then pressing circle at certain points so I can kind of dodge out the way. And I'm trying to aim, and press square, and lock on, and, and do all this sort of stuff, so I've got like enough to do as Peter. Uh, the team kind of does their own little like hack and slash things that they do you know as the guardians then you can also point at certain enemies like lock onto certain enemies so you're holding l2 to lock onto an enemy press and hold l1 you can do all this while you're still moving around so obviously the two analog sticks you press and hold l1 then you get the four now it depends who you've got with you but let's just say that it stick to this example you got all four members with, or you got you got all five of you, but you got four other members. You as Quill, and then the four other members. You press and hold L one for like this guardian mode thing. Then you can either press triangle, circle, X, or square for one one of the different members. You press that, then you press it again for their ability. I think later on you can unlock more abilities, so it's probably like you select that and then select which ability later. It's is quite clunky. Because if you want all four of them to do something at the same time, you've got to look at one enemy, press and hold L2 and L1 while moving around. Then, because uh, you're going to want, you're going to want to move around anyway in combat, because you can't just stand still and do all this, because you'll just get attacked. So you've got to move around while you're doing that anyway. So you hold L2 to lock onto an enemy, then press and hold L1 for the menu to come up. Then you click on which member you want and you've got to basically press the button twice so that you select that character and then their ability. I don't know how it works when you get more abilities because I didn't get that far. But it's a lot of buttons for one kind of command. So if you want to do that for all four members you've got to press how many buttons at one point? You've got to still do all of this while avoiding getting hit yourself and trying to shoot as Peter and jump around. And it's it's just... Uh, I almost would have preferred... I get what they're trying to do here, but I almost would have preferred if the Guardians just, like, fight for themselves kind of thing. And then maybe now and again you can trigger something with a individual teammate and, um, yeah, trigger something with an individual teammate and then kind of, uh, do, like, a team move. A bit like in Batman Arkham Knight when you're fighting with Robin and Nightwing or, or whoever it was that's, that's with you. And you can do your own little kind of um, uh, quick combos for teams. I feel like it would have been better if they had put that in the system. Because what they got here, you just need to press too many buttons to get to too many different menus. So it's just, 
it's just really awkward. Um, so yeah, that's that's my kind of comments on the whole team thing. It just it's it's just too many buttons. It's too clunky. If you want more than one member to do it, you have to do it all over again. You have to aim at a different enemy because you don't want to put the same command on the same enemy. And then just yeah, I I just found it to be very clunky. Even from the first very first time I did it up until the last time I did it. I found it to be very clunky each time. Um, it should ju- it should just be a case where you can rely on the AI, and when you're shooting, you can focus on what you want to do as Peter, and then let the other guardians do something. But then maybe go over to one of them next to an enemy and do a little team move, but press like a quick combination of buttons, because it's basically like you're bringing up some sort of team will, and then you're you're pressing some buttons, and do, you know it's just yeah, it's uh. It, it didn't it didn't work for me maybe it worked for some of you that have played this game but it just it didn't work for me so hi there and thanks very much for listening today i'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links the first of which is our amazon affiliate link that's where you can shop on amazon we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you anything extra so whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra you can find the link to our amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today is our koalu affiliate link if you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice you can simply sign up with koalu using the link in the show notes they also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well so if you need help with getting set up koalu will be able to help you with that as well the links for both of these can be found in your show notes for koalu and the amazon affiliate link If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month, you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also, of course, include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Moving on from that, uh, talk about performance. I had several frame rate drops. Um, I even had a glitch at one point that stopped me. It wasn't a game-breaking bug, but I had to reload my save. Uh, there's certain points, uh, I'll, I'll tell you what happened, there's certain points in the game where you get given dialogue options, it's usually between two, you get like a this answer or that answer, or you can kind of say nothing in certain situations, and I was given a dialogue option and I was on the uh, Guardian ship, and Peter was sitting in the driver's seat and all the other Guardians are sitting around him, and this woman gets on the screen and she asks Peter a question, and I pressed L. I I pressed the right, op, the the option on the right. So whether it was I think you move over to the, to the right and press square or something, 
and then there was a glitch to where the camera broke out into third person and it was just Peter standing there, all the guardians had disappeared and I couldn't do anything. But then I could reload the save and I was able to get past it but it was still kind of an annoying glitch. But um, in the midst of combat sometimes there would be big frame rate drops even when I was doing simple things like traversing or when I was uh, there's certain traversal parts uh, where you're sliding down an area and I would try to jump over something and I'll get frame rate drops out of that. Um, and yeah, you could argue, hey, you've got an old, like, base P... I mean, my PS4 is not really that old, but yes, it is a base PS4, it's not a PS4 Pro or a PS5, but still, if the game comes out on that, on that console, it should, uh, be able to run properly. And I will mention something as well, because yes, I did enjoy Cyberpunk 2077. Now, let me just explain something. I did mention when I did my review for Cyberpunk how my uh, how the game performed on base PS4 and it did at certain points run slowly but here's the big differentiating factor to me and this is this is quite a simple thing to, to lay out. Um, now I'm not trying to directly compare Guardians of the Galaxy to Cyberpunk but they both had technical issues with, with uh, what I was playing. But I had a lot more fun playing Cyberpunk. I thought the gameplay was better. I thought the story was better. Characters were more interesting. Dialogue was more interesting. The world was more interesting. I can still have a certain amount of fun with a game. Even if it doesn't like. Even if it runs at about 90%. Let's say. Um, I can forgive certain technical performance issues. Which Cyberpunk did have. But if I'm having that much fun with the game. And I did have a lot of fun with Cyberpunk. As opposed to I was just not having any fun or I, I wasn't enjoying my time with Guardians of the Galaxy at all really. I was enjoying certain parts of it, bits and pieces here and there. But I thought like okay this game's going to take me probably 12 hours or so to finish. I've got about 2 or 3 in already. I don't want to be spending the next you know 6 to 8 hours playing this. That was just my simple kind of decision from that. Um, but yeah I had some, had some uh, frame rate drops that did kind of spoil my enjoyment. What I was having of uh, of the game at the time. Um, but you know. I've been saying repeatedly. I want more uh, Marvel games. Because uh, I want more DC, Disney and Marvel games. You could technically say D- DC and Disney. Because Disney's part, uh, Marvel's part of Disney. And this was another Marvel game. And it wasn't terrible. I just wasn't enjoying it as much as I wanted to. And I didn't want to pursue the experience any further. It's It's as simple as that for me. So I decided to stop playing the game because I wasn't enjoying it. And there wasn't a reason for me to force myself to go through another 6-8 to eight hours of content. Or however many hours it would have been. In order to finish it. Uh, especially as I am actually quite enjoying Metroid Dread at the moment. And I, I, I just thought to myself, you know, I'll, I'll just pause, pause, uh, pause sorry, uh, Metroid Dread. I'll go and check out Guardians of the Galaxy because I'm renting both games at the moment. And just to just dip my toe into Guardians of the Galaxy, see what I think. But I'm just enjoying Metroid Dread so much more that I want to just go back to that game. Uh, and even if I had finished Metroid Dread and moved on to this, I still probably wouldn't have enjoyed this so much because of the problems that I already mentioned. So, yeah, that's that's my basic kind of explanation for that. Um, but you know, Guardians of the Galaxy not the worst choice for uh, for for doing a a game on. Uh, a game based on the characters. I thought the Telltale game was was pretty good. That didn't rely anywhere near, obviously, as much on like third person action because it was a point and click adventure game. But that was a fairly decent game. I felt the story was much better there. The characters were better. 
Because um, when you've got an ensemble thing like this, and you want to go for a specific thing, which usually is comedy for, for these characters, and if I don't feel like you're pulling that off very well, like that the writing was okay, the characters didn't really gel for me, the group comedic kind of chemistry wasn't quite there, so just just kind of average experience with the with that sort of thing uh, obviously if you're doing a solo type of game like a spider-man sort of game you don't have to rely as much in, on those sorts of things obviously you still want a well well written game but spider-man's for the most part going to be on his own so you don't need all that sort of like can we connect these characters together with the relationships and things like that because it's not an ensemble kind of game and everything so um, unfortunately I didn't enjoy it, um, I was kind of hoping to, but even even from the moment it was announced and we first saw the combat and it, even from the trailer it looked okay and then I remember, I think I commented about the uh, combat at the time and I was like, oh it looks a bit, uh, a bit generic, a bit just basic and that's how I feel it ended up, so yeah, just uh, unfortunately an experience I uh, I didn't particularly enjoy. So, um, but I don't think it's a bad game. Would I recommend? Because we, usually we have like a rating system thing. And I guess I'm going to be skipping the rest of it. Um, would I recommend the game? I think some people will enjoy this game. Um, so just, I, I guess just try it for yourself, really. Uh, if this game is only available to you though for like, was it £45 or $60? I would wait for like a price drop a little bit because that's a lot of money too. Because obviously with me, uh, as I mentioned, I, I rent video games. Uh, it's just it's just the way that I consume video games, so I can easily just send it back having not paid full price for the game. Because uh, that's just how I, how I play my video games now. Um, but yeah, if you see this on like the PlayStation Store for sixty dollars or something. Maybe wait for a price drop because I, I I think it's just going to be a roll of the dice as to whether or not you like this. Because um, I think there's a good game in there for somebody to enjoy. That person's just not me, unfortunately. So, but I'm looking forward to whatever Marvel games we've got next. Obviously, we've got the uh, Midnight. I think it's called Midnight Midnight Suns. It's like a turn-based one that looks kind of interesting and different. We got Spider-Man Two coming out. We got the Wolverine game. And uh, of course, this week on Gaming Talk, we'll, we'll be talking about um, Amy Henning is uh, is going to be doing a Marvel game with her. I think it's Skydance Studio, but we're gonna I'll talk about that with Robert uh, on the Gaming Talk podcast this week. And I'm very much looking forward to what that's going to be for. Um, so yeah, I still want more. I'll just say Disney and DC games, whether it's Disney, Pixar, Star Wars, Marvel, uh, DC games. More more from that those. Uh, IP is what I will still want so it just didn't work out with this one unfortunately for me um yeah uh, you know if I gave the game another two three four hours I might have enjoyed it but then I've got to give it another two three hours and I can instead put those two three hours or the next four or five or six into Metroid Dread which I'm just enjoying more so that's what I'm gonna do instead so I feel like I gave this game a fair shake um, it just didn't grab me, unfortunately. So, um, but I'm not mad. I'm not. I'm slightly disappointed. I'm not angry. I don't hate the game. Uh, just didn't work out for me. So, anyway, for those of you that have or haven't played the game, if you have played it or you are playing it, what do you think of it at the moment? If you finished it, what did you think of the game? For those of you that haven't jumped in, 
Uh, let me know what you think of what I said. Uh, I don't try to put people off games. I just try to say, you know, how I feel and whether or not I'd recommend something. But I think for this is going to be a bit of a roll of the dice. Because um, I've seen, I've generally seen like mixed reviews. I've seen people that have really enjoyed this. People that haven't and thought it was a bit basic. I do feel like there's been a bit of a uh, expectation set because people didn't like the uh, Avengers game, which I didn't either. So I, I, I am seeing a lot of sort of, hey, this is better than the Avengers game, so I'm going to play it. And it's like, okay, that's that's a good thing to base that off. But just because this is better than the game that's bad, how good does it make the, that current game? You know? Just because something's better than something that's bad, it doesn't make it, like, great or good. It just means it's better than the thing that you played before that you thought that was bad. But I, I get why people are sort of, hey, it's another Marvel game, this one's better than the Avengers, don't worry. I, I, I get it, I just don't quite think that that applies all of the time, maybe. So, anyway, uh, can, sorry, you can let me know those thoughts, feelings, questions, comments, whether you have, haven't played it, finished it, whatever point you are at with this game. Um, yeah, uh, talk.org Twitter, eTalkUK, there's a contact page and information in your show notes. So, uh, yeah, let me know what you think. Uh, by the way, uh, you c- there's two simpler ways to email us, one of which some of you do tend to use, which is good. If you look on the post for this um, uh, podcast on the website, you can scroll down a little bit. You'll see a big email box. You just put your email and your name in there. That will only be sent to me. Uh, and then you can put your comment in there. Or you can copy and paste or just click on the email name, um to... Uh, yeah, to, to, to get in touch with us that way. So, there's that. In the meantime, we do podcast on lots of other different things. Uh, TV, video games, films, and Manchester United podcasts. Um, so, if you want to check out all the, more of those things, that would be great. You can either find them on the website, entertainmenttalk.org, or you can find us on your favourite podcast platform by searching for Entertainment Talk. Um, you can also let other people know about the content that we make. Um, you can find... Uh, so you can do that uh, through word of mouth or social media. So either just tell people about what we do, where they can find it, or let people know online. Whether you want to share the content around on social media platforms or just tell people. That's up to you. You can also uh, support us on Patreon. Uh, the $1, $3 level tiers, ad-free podcast review options. Uh, take a look at that as well if you'd like to. Uh, so check that out. Uh, David is uh, still posting TV and film news. If you'd like up-to-date information on TV and film news, uh, geektown.co.uk. And if you want that on weekly podcast format, that's Tuesdays, Geektown Radio. Same place, geektown.co.uk and Geektown Radio on podcast platforms. Uh, Bex is streaming uh, very regularly over on Twitch, Trista Bytes, Trista, B-Y-T-E-S. Go and give her a follow over there. You can also follow me for my streams now and again on Twitch, eTalkUK. And if you miss any of them, you can find the archive later on YouTube, Entertainment Talk Plays. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next time. Goodbye.